millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. We have seen a number of travesties of justice in this country in recent years. We've seen cases that cannot be won in the court of law, cannot be won in the court of appeals, be taken to the court of public opinion through podcasts and documentaries that are clearly and obviously on one side. And that is the new method of undermining our judicial system. Well, all of these factors actually combined, plus a prosecutor who is horrible at her job, who just lost re-election to free a man called Adan Saeed. And we're going to go over this case. We're going to talk about every single dirty, underhanded trick that was utilized to free this man. And I'm going to explain to you how clearly and obviously he is, in fact, guilty as charged for the murder that he did, in fact, commit. However, today's video is sponsored by GlassesUSA.com. So I'm going to toss it over to the sponsor and we're going to have to discuss this on the other side. And thank you, by the way, to them for sponsoring this video. I recently came to the conclusion that I cannot see very well. And when that happens, usually the thing that you do is go out and get yourself some glasses. But the problem is when you go to a glasses store, you are paying increased prices due to the fact that there's a middleman in the situation. This is one of the reasons why I turn to glassesusa.com. By cutting out the middleman, glassesusa.com offers over 9,000 prescription glasses and sunglasses options, and this includes their in-house brands like Muse and Amelia, but it also includes designer brands like Gucci, Ray-Ban, Oakley, and so many more. And because they cut out the middleman, you can get some of these at around 70% off retail prices. This one-stop shop has absolutely everything you need, and their glasses actually start as low as $30. That is incredibly affordable, and the quality is off the charts. The pair that I'm currently wearing right now are called the Revel Owl. I absolutely love these and their customizations are amazing. I actually got this so that it shades when I'm out in the sun. I got blue light protection and shatter protection in case I'm in an accident. I don't have to worry about losing an eye. On top of that, I've always been in the market for prescription sunglasses so that I can drive with ease. And among my favorites in this category are the Auto Magnus Black, which I'm wearing right now. And of course, there's my absolute favorite, which are the Auto Leonardo Gunmetal Glasses, which 
which I got mirrored with a blue tinge to them. I absolutely love them, and they look amazing, and I use them when I'm driving all the time. Now, if you're somebody who thinks the unparalleled variety at GlassesUSA.com is overwhelming, they have a simple quiz which will ask you questions about what best fits your face, and with their easy try-on tool, you are able to try the glasses on your face so you'll see how they look before you purchase them. This tool is incredibly intuitive and super easy to use, and it's one of the ways I ended up picking the perfect pair on the first try. So do yourself a favor and go to the link in the pinned comment of this video or at the top of the description and visit GlassesUSA.com and get yourself a pair today. They have an intuitive try-on process, they have a great selection, a bunch of customizable options like UV protection and blue light protection, and they even have options for contact wearers. That is GlassesUSA.com, GlassesUSA.com. A star student, stellar athlete, and scholastic achiever, Heyman Lee was on her way to the top. The 18-year-old Woodlawn High School student was popular and well-liked. I was on the wrestling team last year, and she was one of the assistants, managers. We got along very well. She was nice. Lee was a member of the National Honor Society and the French Club. She had a 3.8 grade point average and a 1,200 on the SAT. She played hockey and lacrosse and was already enrolled in optometry school months before graduation. On January 13th, 1999, a small community outside of Baltimore was absolutely shocked to learn of the reports that Hey Min Lee, a superstar student at the Magnet School nearby, was actually missing. Now, one of the reasons why people were so surprised is because Heyman Lee, who is not only a stellar student athlete and a stellar student, was obligated to pick up her cousin, and she never showed up to that meeting point. So immediately, that very same day, the police were out in force, and due to the fact that she was a member of the Korean community and she was a star within the Korean community, the Korean community participated in the search for this girl. And obviously, when situations like this happen, the police and everyone involved contact people within the inner circle of the missing person to try to figure out where they ran off to. They talked to Heyman Lee's friends, they talked to her boyfriend, and they talked to her ex-boyfriend, a man called Adnan Saeed. Now, that last person is absolutely crucial because according to friends, according to people in the know, and sometimes according to Adnan Saeed, she actually agreed to give her ex-boyfriend a ride that day, thus making him the last person to see her before she went missing. Now, Adnan has said that he did received the ride. He said that he didn't receive the ride. He said that he asked for the ride because his car was in the shop, and then when it was discovered that his car wasn't in the shop, he said he never asked for a ride because he had his own car, and he's also said that he was at school fixing his car because his car was broken down, but he didn't take it to the shop once he figured out that shops would actually have records of who does and doesn't take their car there at the same time. Now, what you need to know is that the only thing consistent about Adnan Saeed's story is how consistently it changes. And right now, at this very moment, it appears that Adnan Saeed has actually dealt with a bout of amnesia, and he can't actually remember where he was, who he was with, or what he was doing on that day. And the reason that's crucial is because six weeks later, her body was actually discovered, and that was the day that she was murdered. Lee was last seen at school January 13th at 3 o'clock, driving her family's Nissan Sentra. She was supposed to pick up a cousin, but never did. Police say a passerby found her remains two days ago in Leakin Park. Investigators say her body was partially buried approximately 100 yards off the roadway. They identified Lee from her clothing and personal belongings. Police are investigating this case as a homicide. Now, unsurprisingly, you know where this story was going. It turns out that Adnan Saeed decided
decided it would be a good idea to strangle his ex-girlfriend and bury her in a park called Leakin Park, which is under the jurisdiction of Baltimore, and a common dumping ground for gang rivalries and whatever. So when her body was discovered, people immediately went back to talk to Adnan, and this is where the first major inconsistency actually comes up with Adnan's story. Because Adnan, now, to this day, will talk about being contacted by the police six weeks later and asked all these questions about this alibi or whatever he was doing, and him not being able to remember because this was six weeks ago, and that day was just like any other day. However, what Adnan doesn't tell you is that that day in particular was not like any other day. First and foremost, weirdly enough, this guy did not show up to his classes that day. Secondly, he was contacted by the police over the phone same day to ask about Heyman Lee, so he knew at the time that she was missing, and considering he said that, oh, this girl called him the night before, demanding to get back together, you would think that this time period especially would be something that Adnan would maybe commit to memory. But, you know, now at this point in time, we have bouts of amnesia. Don't worry about any of the consistencies or inconsistencies in his story, because Saeed is totally innocent. And honestly, it's actually a bit Islamophobic for you guys to presume that he's guilty, even though he's clearly guilty. Now, eventually, a man called Jay Wilds came into contact with law enforcement, and he was actually a co-conspirator in the disposal of the body of Hay Min, who actually was killed by Adan Saeed. Let's make that 100% clear. And during his conversations with the police, Jay was able to give key details about the state of the body, where it was buried, that only somebody involved in the process of the crime would know. Now, a lot of people focus on some of the inconsistencies in Jay Wilde's testimony, and let's highlight where the key inconsistencies are so you can understand how they're not relevant. Because one of the issues that Jay Wilde had at the time was that he was a drug dealer, and Baltimore, like New York in the 1990s and in the 80s, passed something similar to the Rockefeller drug laws, thus making drug dealers a big target for law enforcement. So initially, when he was pulled in by the police, he was lying to the police, as you would expect. It was only after the police made it clear that they did not care about his weed dealing that Jay decided to start talking to law enforcement and giving them the crucial details they needed to know that his testimony would be valid in the case that they were building against Saeed. Now, it is very important for you guys to understand the major inconsistency that is harped on on appeal and in the documentary and in the serial podcast, and you should know this because this is what people will often throw at you, even though it's completely irrelevant to the case. You see, Jay Wilde says that Adan actually showed him the body. He showed him the body of Heyman in the trunk of a vehicle, and this is something that he has held to consistently over the course of the years. However, he has often been a little fast and loose about where the location was that the body was shown. He's actually said it occurred in a Best Buy. He's actually said it occurred at a third friend's house, which, by the way, Adnan has no explanation for why he was there. But in reality, in actuality, the place where he sold this body was in front of the house that he was living in with his grandma. Now, remember what I told you earlier about what he was doing for employment at the time. This man was a drug dealer. He was afraid that if he associated the body with the front of his grandmother's house, where he was dealing drugs out of, that she would suffer the consequences from his actions. This is a very understandable reason to play fast 
and loose with these kind of facts. And even though it is an inconsistency taken in its totality, this is not an exonerating inconsistency. And as I said, Saeed has far more inconsistencies that none of these podcasts or documentaries ever want to touch on. On top of that, the thing that is consistent in Jay's testimony are the details related to the crime, which were not only communicated to him by Adnan, but were actually told from him to other people who all came forward without knowledge of the nature of this girl's death about the strangulation, who have also testified that they either heard this from Jay or they heard this from Adnan before the body was discovered. So, there were people within the community who knew details of the crime that Jay received from Adnan, therefore, the consistencies in his story are infinitely more valuable than the location where he would have seen the body at the time. Remember, Jay was consistently trying to keep this situation out of the purview of his grandmother's house, which is understandable due to his fear. Now, some of the more skeptical people out there in the audience might be saying that one witness and some inconsistencies in Adnan's story does not a killer make. But here's the thing. There's far more than that. There is actually cell phone data because Adnan was one of the few people in the country in the year 1999 to have a cell phone that pings his location at the time to the park where the body was dumped and consistently tracks with the killing and the theory of prosecution put forward in this case. Now, there's been a lot of misinformation and disinformation around this cell phone data, a lot of tweaking around the edges and insistence on being able to poke holes in this data. And essentially what they're trying to make is that the location data is not 100% accurate. The location data doesn't really tell you the exact location of this person at the time that the calls were made, whatever, whatever, you can't get a 100% accurate location in 1999 from cell phone data. However, this was never really asserted by the prosecution during the case. What was asserted during the case was that these calls ping to cell phone towers nearby the key locations, and Adnan, who can't explain where he was that day, because it was just like a normal day and he doesn't remember anything, has no explanation for any of this. Now, another crucial piece to the puzzle of this case is the fact that Adnan was very misleading to the prosecutors and to the police when it comes to his breakup with Heyman Lee. He made it seem like he didn't really care. He wasn't upset at all about her moving on with her new boyfriend, whatever, whatever. However, consistent evidence showed, including the diaries, which are often misused in documentaries about this case, that Heyman Lee was very worried about Adnan and his behavior began getting more and more aggressive when it came to her breaking up with him and moving on with another person. And to prove this, I will bring you to this piece of evidence, which is a handwritten note from Hay to Adnan, which basically gives you a temperature of the situation. And it starts like this. Okay, here it goes. I'm really getting annoyed that this situation is going the way it is. At first, I wanted to make things easy for me plus for you. You know, people break up all the time, all caps with an exclamation mark. Your life is not going to end. 
you'll move on, and I'll move on. But apparently, you don't respect me enough to accept my decision. I really couldn't give a damn about whatever you want to say. With the way things have been since 7.45am this morning, now I'm more certain that I'm making the right choice. The more fuss you make, the more I'm determined to do what I gotta do. I really don't think I can be in a relationship like we had. Not between us. Now, you could read the full letter. I will link it in the description. But she also adds, I never wanted to end this like this. So hostile and cold. Hate me if you will, but you should remember, I can never hate you. Now, you might say this letter on its own only goes to her state of mind at that period of time. And this is where you would be wrong. Because Adnan and Hay would actually write notes back and forth. And this letter was in the possession of Adnan. And what he wrote on the back of this note was the following right at the top. And by the way, the handwriting analysis proves that this was in fact him. He wrote, I'm going to kill. That is basically what he was feeling at the time, and those feelings appeared to carry throughout as he continually harassed Heyman Lee. In fact, there are instances where teachers report her hiding and asking for help in hiding from him because she was terrified of him before she was murdered. And again, you couple all this with the fact that Adnan was the last person to see her alive, and it clearly paints a picture that this man is in fact the killer. Now, based on on the fact that this was an open and shut case, Adnan, of course, was convicted of the murder of Heyman Lee because he, in fact, murdered Heyman Lee. However, it has not stopped his family and advocates, including people at the Innocence Project, for pushing for his innocence and trying to contest every single piece of evidence at appeal. And the thing is, they brought forward most, if not all, of the claims being put up in these documentaries and in these podcasts in the appellate process, and they've been shot down and struck down each and every time because the basis for these appeals are just not there. None of the claims made in these podcasts or anything like that, even though they seem super substantial when they're presented in these biased mediums, actually hold water under the scrutiny of a court of law. And prosecutor after prosecutor has defeated each and every one of Adnan's motions for appeal because, honestly, they're based on flimsy, ridiculous, and absurd non-evidence claims that just don't stand up to scrutiny. And one of the things that a lot of people want to harp on are the claims of a woman called Asia McLean. This woman says, you know what, when I was in high school, coincidentally, for the period of time when the murder was taking place, according to the prosecution's theory of the case, I saw Adnan, he didn't do nothing, he was totally innocent, and I was willing to testify, but his attorneys never contacted me at trial. I was willing to testify in his appeal, whatever, whatever, he's totally innocent, I was just bullied by these evil police, because these evil police are bad people, and they just wanted to frame this 18-year-old, actually 17-year-old at the time of the murder, kid for this murder, isn't our justice system so cruel? Now, there are many problems with Asia McLean's proposed alibi for Adnan, and one of the major problems is that is absolute nonsense in every possible way. First of all, she told people at the time that she believed so much in the innocence of Adnan that she would actually be willing to lie for her, and we have two sworn statements indicating that that's the case. Because of the fact that these sworn statements exist, and they've existed for a long time, she was not brought forward in multiple different circumstances, so we have somebody, of course, who 
who would be impeached immediately in any kind of legal proceeding being trotted out there by the Innocence Project in podcasts and in documentary as another victim of the system, when in reality, there is no way that her testimony holds water. On top of that, her claims of an alibi for her buddy Adnan and that being refuted by friends who actually heard her say she would lie for him at the time don't hold the candle to all the other evidence being put forward against this person. How about any school activities while you're here? Um, I played field hockey for two years. I played lacrosse for two years and I also managed voice wrestling. Hmm, that's a lot to do. Do you have yeah. time to um, have a job while you're doing this? Yeah, I try to manage my schoolwork and my after school work. And- now, of course, when producing evidence to actually argue argue your case fails, there's often the insertion of allegations of bias and or racism into the situation, and unsurprisingly, the Innocence Project side has attempted to utilize all these different smears in order to undermine the case, including smearing the victim, by the way, as a loose woman, if we can say that, somebody who immediately jumped on to another boyfriend and obviously was making questionable choices, so likely she was killed due to one of the many other men in her life, according to the defense, which is so insane and disgusting and unbelievable, but whatever, and smears against the Korean community. One of the most fascinating and disgusting things that I saw in the HBO documentary series, which, by the way, is a total propaganda piece for Adnan. It features things like talking about how one of his biggest advocates was in an abusive marriage, how his mother has leukemia, all this other nonsense, including hiring an actress that sounds a lot like Heyman to read selected portions of her diary in order to paint Adnan as the greatest guy of all time, but you know, that's whatever, is the fact that this documentary series actually... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. 
That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Smears the entire Korean community, but when you break down the nature of the smear, it's actually disgusting and unbelievable. You see, one of the things that they put forward is that the Korean community was really upset about this case, which is understandable. This was a superstar student at a magnet school. She was a pillar of the community, and she was murdered unceremoniously and mercilessly by Adnan Saeed. So obviously they were angry about this, but what they also do is show that Korean shop owners and Korean people in Baltimore and the surrounding areas were consistently victimized by crime, and thus there was an attitude among them, making them angry about the fact that a lot of the people who committed these crimes basically got away with it. Now, all of this is true, by the way, and we've covered this in many other instances in other parts of the country, about Koreans being victimized repeatedly by criminals, and there not being enough accountability for those criminals. So, what this documentary essentially does is try to make this a symbolic situation for the Koreans that they basically wanted to see anybody fry for this killing in order to get revenge for the other victimizations against Koreans by other criminals. Essentially, it paints the entire community as bloodthirsty monsters, while at the same time pretending that they were not intimately involved in the search for Min before her body was discovered, making it seem like Adnan was one of the few people in the entire world that were concerned about her going missing. On top of that, they used a story of abuse that Heyman reportedly faced back in Korea that she told only those closest to her in order to paint the family as not caring about her because reportedly they didn't do enough to resolve this issue. On top of that, they take advantage heavily of the fact that the family, for the most part, doesn't speak English. So they're basically not able to give their side of the story in a way that is convenient and digestible, unlike Anon 
God's family, which is clearly able to do that. Now, one of the things that you'll notice about all the dirty tactics that I just listed is that these are all tactics for the court of public opinion. None of these are admissible evidence. None of this is stuff that you can put forward in a court of law. This is all just stuff in order to make you feel ultra sympathetic for Adnan and his family while simultaneously questioning the morals of the victim of this case, her family, and the Korean community as a whole because, you know, they're kind of vicious and disgusting and want to see any man fry for this situation because the Koreans are kind of bloodthirsty when you really think about it, but we're not actually going to say that. We're just going to heavily imply that throughout the course of the process. And by the way, the Pakistani Muslim community, the victims of racist stereotypes. One of the things that I found absolutely hilarious throughout the course of the HBO documentary is that they actually showed a clip of the bail hearing where the prosecutor was arguing for Adnan to be held in jail pre-trial so that way he couldn't escape to Pakistan. She asserted in this case that it is often something that we've seen occur, and by the way, this was pre-9-11, just so you guys understand the timeline, that Pakistani men who kill women for honor purposes in the United States of America, and by the way, I'm using the honor purposes in the United States of America, she did not use that, will escape to Pakistan, and people within the community will help them do so, because culturally, they're more tolerant of these types of killings. Now, you might consider that an unfair stereotype. You might say that's totally not kosher to bring up, and at trial, that's absolutely bigotry or bias or whatever, and the conviction should just be tossed out. But the thing is, this didn't occur at trial, so whether you believe that it's an unfair stereotype or noticing a trend or describing a specific phenomenon, which was people escaping to Middle Eastern countries when they face charges specifically for murdering women. That's on you, but that's not something that impacted this case in terms of the trial. This was a bail hearing argument, and there's fast and loose rules about what you can put forward. So whether or not you think that's appropriate in terms of for a bail hearing doesn't really have anything to do with what went down at trial. Now, it's also important to note that the Muslim community in question is actually quite questionable because at one point in time during the course of the trial, reportedly 80 witnesses said that they were going to testify on behalf of Adan saying that he was at mosque praying the whole entire time because it was Ramadan. 80 people were supposedly gonna come forward and make these claims and the defense actually notified the prosecutor of this, so we have documentation of this. However, the cell phone data, when it actually contradicted the claims of these 80 people, people in Saeed's community churned out made them not want to testify falsely to the claims that they were going to put forward that this man was nowhere near the crime scene at the time. Don't believe me? Well, guess what? The notice will actually be linked in full in the description box so you can read it for yourself and just because I'm feeling a little bit antsy, I'm going to read it to you myself. Dear Mr. Urich, that is the prosecutor by the way, these witnesses will be used to support the defendant's alibi as follows. On January 13th, 1999, Adnan Masood Saeed attended Woodlawn High School for the duration of the school day. By the way, this is in fact false. At the conclusion of the school day, the defendant remained at the high school until the beginning of his track practice. After track practice, Adnan Saeed went home and remained there until attending services at his mosque that evening. These witnesses will testify as to the defendant's 
regular attendance at school, track practice, and the mosque, and that his absence on January 13th, 1999 would have been noticed. And by the way, there's a bunch of names if you look through this, two full pages almost of names, and it's signed by the defense attorney. Now, this is 80 people signing their name on a purely immoral document just to help one of their own. And since a huge portion of the Innocence Fraud Campaign is them smearing the Korean population, talking about how they're bloodthirsty, how they're untrustworthy, how they don't actually care about their own, we should all staple this to the head of any Adnan Saeed supporters who dare push these disgusting stereotypes about the Korean community. It is a loss felt by all, including the school's athletic director, who knew Lee personally. It's, it's a tragedy, uh, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's sad that uh, a young life has to be taken, uh, especially senior graduating and uh, she has so much of a uh, of a future ahead of her so you know it's, it's just a sad day so again we have another inconsistent point from the adan side that is never noticed never acknowledged and we just pretend is totally normal so if you're going to grade the quality of the communities i think the community that comes together and is looking for the girl when she's missing and is heartbroken after she died grades in this situation than the one that had 80 people lined up ready to lie for somebody who was accused of the killing now i know a lot of people are saying maybe they genuinely thought he was innocent whatever whatever that's no excuse at all whatsoever for you guys to come forward and say you're going to testify to something that is false prior to that being revealed to be false now while the media has been complicit in the innocence project smear campaign and pretending that this was all an islamophobic conspiracy against saeed there have been some reporters some standout individuals that actually sacrifice a lot to bring us the truth of the matter Natasha Vargas Cooper over at The Intercept at the time that the podcast was promoting the lies related to Saeed was actually the person to go out and interview Jay Wilds, the key witness, and get his actual side of the story. And I've relied in this video a lot on that interview, so I want to give her credit for that. The other thing I want to give her credit for is the fact that she faced such internal pressure from The Intercept, including having editors vandalize her works because according to her, they told her she was too much on the side of the man by debunking what was going on in this podcast. And these people who were vandalizing her work included individuals like Gren Greenwald, who was at the Intercept at the time. So Natasha Vargas Cooper does deserve a ton of credit for her stand-up reporting and for standing up to her own editors and to people like Glenn Greenwald, who were clearly on the innocence fraud side. Now, another thing that I need to point out is the fact that the prosecution is right in their description of this case as a very simple domestic violence churn murder case. Because in reality, when you break down all the facts of the case, Heyman Lee was clearly killed by somebody that she knew, and this fits the pattern extraordinarily of an ex-scorn lover striking out against her. Because you see, even though they've tried everything and every possible way to throw blame and shade at all these other people, in reality the type of murder, which is just a straight-up strangulation not involving a sexual assault or anything like that 
indicates that the motivation was personal. If this was a random in a dangerous city or near a dangerous city like Baltimore, this wouldn't have been just a straight-up strangulation. You would have a sexual assault or a robbery or something similar in order to tie up this case and point in the direction of a random instance. So in reality, this only leads to two possible suspects, in my opinion, and that is Saeed and her current boyfriend. And her current boyfriend actually has a legitimate alibi. He has time cards that show when he was in work and when he was out of work. You compare and contrast that to Saeed, who is the scorned ex-lover, who is the person who repeatedly threatened to kill Heyman Lee, and clearly and obviously, he is the guilty party in this scenario. On top of that, one of the things that you'll notice about people talking about this case is the fact that they'll say, oh, the DNA needs to be tested. The DNA needs to be tested. But the thing is, this isn't a DNA case. This is not something that rested on DNA evidence or anything that could be verified or dispelled via DNA evidence. You see, DNA evidence does not come with a timestamp. It doesn't come with a date of deposit. The reason why the defense team is harping on the DNA testing that supposedly wasn't done is because they know for a fact that a bunch of people have been in and out of Heyman Lee's car, so they want to catch the DNA because all they're trying to do is shed ambiguity on the conviction, not actually discover who the killer was. On top of that, it's a no-risk proposition for them because they know for a fact that Adnan was her ex-boyfriend. He had been in that car at other periods of time. So even if we discover that he did, in fact, leave DNA all over that vehicle, it's not really going to make a difference because we all acknowledge that he was in the vehicle. So they have a built-in excuse for if the DNA comes back Adnan to say, oh, well, that actually doesn't prove any guilt. This is one of the reasons why even though we all think DNA is the gold standard of evidence, we have to understand that it can be just as circumstantial as any other piece of evidence, especially depending on the scenario. If you do DNA testing on the vehicle, what you're going to find is that a bunch of people were in that vehicle at any given time. You'll find that her parents were likely in the vehicle, her younger brother, her cousin, other people that she would have given rides to, her current boyfriend or her boyfriend at the time of her murder, and Adnan. So what you end up doing is creating a situation where you're proving something that doesn't really impact the case, but it sheds ambiguity and it allows you to make more crappy commentary, more crappy documentaries, and assert that this evidence is somehow stronger than any of the evidence put forward, when in reality, it's the exact opposite. The only thing that could be gained by discovering DNA evidence in there is if you believe that some anonymous person who had no connection to her was, in fact, the killer. This is not going to happen. Now, if they actually find anonymous DNA evidence from somebody who had no connection to Heyman Lee, somebody who just decided to kill her for no reason at all whatsoever, he strangled her, didn't sexually assault her, didn't rob her, whatever, whatever, then fine, I will acknowledge that that DNA evidence in that one narrow circumstance will prove Adnan was totally innocent, even though his cell phone clearly places him at the dump site of the body and with Heyman Lee, all the witnesses, and he's been caught lying a bunch of 
of times, I'll say, all that is coincidence. Don't worry about that. That anonymous person did it. But absent that, the DNA evidence isn't going to prove anything. And the intimacy of this murder clearly and obviously would show us that the DNA evidence isn't going to prove anything. Now, you might be asking yourself, Sean, if this case is crystal clear, if it's obvious that nothing being put forward by the defense holds any water, how did he get released? And the answer to that question is obvious. A woke prosecutor. You see, at the end of the documentary, they actually attack the Indian-born prosecutor who actually attended the magnet school, who was fighting off the people in this case, producing this nonsensical non-evidence in order to get Adnan out of jail. And they castigate him as this bad person, but by contrast, they show one of his primary opponents, a woman called Marilyn Mosby, who is the savior, who is a good person, and clearly and obviously has the endorsement of the Innocence Project. Now, of course, she's a Soros-type DA, she's a Sean King-type DA, she ran on not prosecuting, and of course, every single year of her tenure, Baltimore was over 300 murders a year, which is a new peak, and this is while their population was declining. There was a video that I was going to do earlier this year about how in the month of January in Baltimore, there were 36 murders that occurred, and absolutely none of them were solved, and none of them were cleared. So you're having more than a murder a day at the start of this year in the cold weather of Baltimore in January, and nobody in the police department, in the prosecution, is actually investigating this. And this is largely due to the fact that people like Marilyn Mosby refused to prosecute anybody, fire the experienced litigators on the district attorney's side, you know, the people that are supposed to stay and ensure some level of continuity between administrations, because she's far more concerned with letting people who are guilty out of jail and sympathizing with the criminal, because this is somebody who believes that all criminals are in fact Aladdin. Now, Baltimore also passed a statute that allows prosecutors to investigate previous convictions and put that information forward in front of a judge so that those convictions can be vacated if they find out that there's not a lot of integrity in the conviction. So what happened in this case is that Marilyn Mosby had an absolutely horrible career as a prosecutor in Baltimore. Even the left-wing city Baltimore threw her out. She's not up for re-election. She's being tossed from office. And in response to that, before she left the door, she decided to file a motion that essentially reads like conspiracy theory nonsense from the defense at the same time that the defense filed the motion and the judge, with no opposing view, ended up vacating the conviction. Now, the state attorney general, if you guys are curious, and I'll link this in the description, actually refuted every single ridiculous claim in the defense's briefing and the second defense masquerading as the prosecutor's briefing. But due to the nature of the statute in question, if the local prosecutor pushes for vacation, there's really nothing that you can do. But it is really important to note that Saeed has not been proven innocent. He has not even really had his conviction overturned. It has been vacated and they have 30 days to bring him up on a retrial which of course she's not going to do because she says she's totally waiting for the DNA evidence whatever whatever this is her last spurn against the public that elected her when they definitely shouldn't have 
and that rejected her when they realized what a disaster as a prosecutor this woman actually is, and she's going to get away with it, and Saeed is going to be let out, and one of the things that I found absolutely disgusting about this case, horrendous about this case, is that they didn't really even inform the family of what was going on. They sent them a little bit of notice saying, oh, there was a hearing, don't worry about it, whatever, whatever, but they weren't told, even though there's a victim rights statute that also exists in the state of Maryland, that the family is actually entitled to be able to appear in the same manner as the defendant when it comes to these situations. So, Heyman's brother, after being betrayed by the prosecutor, had to find himself an attorney, try to get an extension because he couldn't travel back because he no longer lived there and get the time off in order to testify on such short notice. And there's a great interview with the victim rights attorney that is actually representing Heyman's brother that I definitely recommend you guys check out. It's on the Roberta Glass podcast, which is also a strong recommend for me. And it just goes to show you what disdain the prosecutor in this case had for members of the victim's family, because ideally, they didn't want anybody on the other side of this issue to be shocked and awed by the fact that this was just something that they were going to do to get this man out in order to win woke points and maybe secure this person some kind of job at the Innocence Project after she got bounced out of her job as the district attorney. So yeah, the vacation of conviction in this case proves absolutely nothing, except that the state of Maryland needs to rewrite that statute to allow the attorney general to challenge that in the future, and it also proves how disgusting the Free Saeed campaign is. They couldn't even give the victim's family a chance to face the man that they were going to free after they've been telling their version of the story and pretending and smearing them as monsters, by the way. Also, again, there's a huge advantage for Saeed's side in that most of the members of the victim's family, including including the parents, can't speak English, so you don't have to deal with them actually giving testimony in a manner that people can understand. You can have it watered down through a translator. So they didn't even allow the families to appear in that manner. They've been smearing the families. They did this under cover of darkness as a prosecutor is being bounced out the door due to the fact that she's pro-criminal and doesn't prosecute anybody. And this was her last up yours moment to the general public that should never have elected her and obviously should have rejected her, but you needed to impeach this prosecutor. So now we just wait for this 30-day clock to expire, and we know for a fact they're not going to bring charges against Saeed. So yeah, that is how Adnan Saeed got let out of jail, despite overwhelming evidence of his guilt. This is your friendly reminder to visit GlassesUSA.com. Use the top link in the description of this or the link in the pinned comment. It helps me out so, so much. Thank you again for sponsoring a video like this. And if you guys like this video, you can show him by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description box of this video this has been me talking about the adnan saeed case till next time when it comes to stubborn belly fat we're all searching for a miracle pill generally you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings but believe it or not i may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products it's called belly trim and it's more effective at targeting belly fat enhancing metabolism and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products i've seen typically found on store shelves tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that belly trim is not only 
only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.